Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We are here to help you grow your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And ah, <laughs> it is an amazing day because we are sitting here and you're listening to us. And my friends, it is episode number one hundo. Yay for us. I think I'm way more excited about this than anybody else. So excited that I brought champagne. Yes. We are drinking and we brought the team that is so important to the success of our podcast. We have Drago here with us today mm-hmm. saying hi from the soundboard. The wizard, yes. The wizard behind the yep. curtain. Yep. And we have some very, 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 very special guests, Miss Becky Manning. Yay. Say hi, Becky. And for those of you that don't know or haven't listened so far and just joining us for episode number 100, this is Mike's wife. We're so excited. Yes. Finally. She's very excited to be here. I'm sure I'm the infamous wife. (laughs) She's afraid she might embarrass me. I'm like, I don't think so. I'm afraid I'll embarrass myself. (laughs) Well, I say an embarrassing thing on pretty much every episode. So perfect. You will fit right in. And then we also have Mr. Scott French. Yay. Yay. My husband. Our first repeat guest. Yes. Welcome back. I feel special. You are special. So we wanted to bring our spouses on today because Mm -hmm. this show is all about us. Which we don't do very often. I'm good with that. <laughs> and we wanted to give a huge shout out and a huge extra special thank you to Drago yep. with Purple Comma because he is the most amazing podcast producer on the planet. And if anyone out there in listener land is thinking about starting a podcast, wanting to change who you're doing your podcast mm-hmm. with because your studio isn't as cool as ours, you should hit Drago up and definitely check us out because purplecomma.com amazing. We literally walk in and sit down and he hits record and we start. Yeah. It cannot get any easier. It is super easy. And it's a really awesome studio. Mm-hmm. And these microphones make us feel really professional. I sound taller. <laughs> I you sound like I sound like I don't have stubby legs. God. So go back to episode ninety nine and just listen. I don't know the timestamp on the stubby legs, but yep. Trinity thinks she's got stubby legs. She doesn't. She just has a long torso, which Scott fell in love with. Agreed. Yep. It doesn't mean she has stubby legs. Yes. Yeah. So I have I have some fun stuff prepared for this episode. Oh, this is tailor made for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that um, is we're gonna go back and we're gonna rehash a couple of old episodes. Um, I asked Mike to prepare what was his favorite episode. I figured out what my favorite episode was, and Scott, our loyal listener, is also gonna share what his favorite episode is. And Becky, I know that you're not as much of a loyal listener yet, but now you're going to be hooked because it's so much fun. I've been listening. I've been listening more than I should. I know. I feel bad. I'm I'm terrible. I'm an awful wife, aren't I? Well, I mean, you probably hear Mike talk a shit ton at home anyways. kind of talking all day, so, yeah. you know. You're like, the last thing I want to do is put in my earbuds and listen to more Mike. And he, he does come home and kind of give me the cliff notes, you know, of what happened. Of what so, happened in yeah. the show? So, you know, I, I feel like I know what's going on. Becky's along. office yeah. is upstairs, <laughs> and mine is downstairs, so she can close her door. But I've learned there's Zoom calls, and then there's Zoom calls with friends. 
And when I know I have a Zoom call with friends, I'll tell her, I think I'm probably going to get loud on this one. May want to shut the door because it's not, it's business, mostly personal. The other ones are a little personal, mostly business in my voice because I get fired up on the it's friends. even like louder. Like with Michelle from episode 99. Yeah. When we get on these Garner Chamber calls and we're just, you know, yucking it up, so. So, Becky, mm. do you ever hear Mike editing the podcast? Um, yeah, well, he usually has his earbuds in. Oh, okay. So, right. um, but I have, and in the very beginning when you were editing, I would sit there and listen, and he would edit, and I'm like, yeah, I would have done it that way. <laughs> That's why he puts his earbuds in now. So, so I don't think you wanted to hear that anymore. Here's why I put the earbuds in, because I edit at 6 in the morning. Mm. He does. She wakes up when I'm done, so yeah. I don't want to wake her up. I want yeah. her to sleep, because so, yeah. she enjoys Aww. sleeping in, and He's, I enjoy getting up. Yeah, I'm the night owl, and mm-hmm. he is, yeah, he gets up at 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I That's not me. Love it. Yeah. It goes for his old man walk. I do. <laughs> It'll keep you living longer than all of us. I, the only thing I have to worry about is dodging the damn paper boy in his car. He runs through there at 40 miles an hour. I'm like, dude, come on. I just You're still laid, a paper yeah. boy. That's the surprising part. That is really mm-hmm. weird. Well, I say paper boy. I'm 59. Everybody's Scott's Everyone's the paper a boy. Everyone's a paper boy. <laughs> so. If I can be your dad, you're the paper boy. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to rehash a couple episodes. Yes. And then we have probably some of the most fun questions that our listeners have ever asked of us that we're going to answer on air. And I asked for some questions and we got bombarded with a ton of them. So I don't think we'll make it through all of the questions today. It might make a good follow-up episode, but we've got some doozies. Good. All right. All right. Fire away. All right. So first off, Mr. Manning, yes, ma'am. Coach Mike. Stop. <laughs> When Trinity gets, she wants me to wear the bike, the coach uh, in, Short in Daytona, who is the AD. Oh, gosh. Yeah. She wants me to wear those with the, the, with the, the whistle with and the, the whistle hat. With the whistle and yeah. the hat, and yeah. Uh-huh. My dad her, used to wear that when yes, I played exactly. football as a kid. I to, exactly. coach of shorts. Yeah. I told her I will wear that if when I see her face on the side of a bus. <laughs> that sounds like a deal. Okay. She will not do that at all. She will not do that at all. As much as he's coached, he has never worn those shorts in... Never would, no. I don't think. So if you can get your name on the side oh. of a bus, that that'll. I'm thinking Halloween costume this year. <laughs> as soon as your face goes on the side of a bus, I'm game. Perfect. Good. I will dress up as a bus. <laughs> <laughs> with your stubby with, legs. With, with, yeah, with, with a, just a face sticking out from a big piece of <laughs> cardboard. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think that meets the criteria. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Halloween costumes. Check, yep. check. I need to start building that sucker now. Mike. <laughs> Yes. Thinking back over the last year, mm-hmm. what has been your favorite podcast that we've recorded? It was actually one you were not part of. <laughs> My oh. favorite's one yep. you weren't part of. I know. <laughs> yeah, which it should be. Perfect. Uh, episode three was Susie Silver. When I got to ask her, Susie's very big in the LGBT community, and I, as a heterosexual male, I know of that world. I don't know it at all. And she allowed me for 45 minutes to ask any question I wanted. I told her it was going to be clunky, but they were from the heart because I wanted to know pronouns. I I don't understand that. Not that I'm for or against or whatever. I just don't understand it. So she allowed me to ask whatever question I wanted to. She was wonderful with the responses. She was very nice explaining the why and putting things into context. And I just, I love those uncomfortable interviews. And it wasn't uncomfortable, but the subject was, I don't know, I don't know anything about this. So I love that. And since then, 
I've introduced her to Dr. Holly Mm -hmm. and to Sherry McManus, and they're going to have her as part of their diversity panels when they do stuff. So that's, I love doing that stuff, but it was that episode where Susie, I just, I want the politics, sex, religion portion of the party corner. That's where I want to hang out. Right. And I loved, loved, loved that interview. That's awesome. Yep. I wish that I could have been here to be a part of that, but I don't know. She is one of my favorite yep. humans. I adore her, and I'm glad that you guys got to spend so much quality time yeah. together. And that would have been interesting with your, because we're slightly different in age. We're from 2,000 miles apart, and just your take on some of the things she was talking about, just what you think of pronouns, and and she refers to she does not refer to the kids as boys. They're kids, and if you if you ever read her stuff, she never refers to Anne. It's always my wife. So just understanding, you know, all that and what she does for the kids in that community, unreal. Yeah. And they trust her because she's there. I mean, she knows what they're going through because she had to come out. And she talked about how difficult a path she had with her family. And everybody's kind of coming around. So would you say that she was your favorite guest that you've interviewed so far? Yes, because it was a world I did not know. Mm Mm-hmm. And awesome. I do love that she talked about the story about how she got together with her wife oh. and that whole story. I was really yeah. Uh, uh, she walked by that. her room one day. Yeah. She goes, "Yeah, how'd you meet?" She goes, "Well, I walked by the room one day, and they're both teachers at Cary High School." Mm-hmm. She goes, I "Walked by the room one day, and I'm like, you know, kind of looked in, or her voice, heard her name, heard about the, and so me stopped. I'm like, so you went back and did a ooh, <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "Yeah, kind of." Because <laughs> hey, the heart wants what the heart wants, mm-hmm. you know. Well. And episode 33 is actually when we started bringing on guests. Mm -hmm. So we had 32 episodes prior to that. And for those of you that are just tuning in or started listening halfway through, you really should go back and listen to episodes one through 32, because Mm -hmm. those are the foundational pieces of how to start and be in business, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is great for any small business owner that want some great nuggets but we started bringing on guests episode 33 my favorite guests because i couldn't break a three-way tie see no <laughs> what no. there are no three-way ties that's like i don't hey, want to my episode my rules no I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay you win i loved the episode with holly um, Dr. Holly Sullinger, we had a blast. I felt like we were just kindred spirits. I, and I knew you would. She was awesome. Um, I also really loved our interview with Deborah Mathias oh, for a completely yeah. different reason because I learned so much about LinkedIn. I thought I was a, you know, kind of okay LinkedIner, but once we talked with her, it was like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, there's so much more that you I feel could like be you've doing. never heard of LinkedIn. Yes, like, I'm like, I'm dang it. exactly. <laughs> and from a personal standpoint, I loved my conversation with Anders Varner because yes. we really dug into a lot of um, issues that I've been having with balancing life and fitness mm-hmm. and um, staying healthy. So those were my three favorite guests. And with good reason. Yep. And my favorite episode ever was episode 13 when we talked about how to be a good networker. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think that was a really fun episode because that is Mike and I both share woo as one of our strengths I from the strength center. That? I, I knew you, you heard? did. I, you, yeah, she, yeah, I heard. <laughs> yep. I, you I don't know it. what I'm going to do with it, but I got it. <laughs> well, it makes us very good networkers. Does, and yes. I would say that Mike is the super connector, super networker. So for those of you who have not listened to that, go back, check out episode 13, because you have been teaching people about networking and um, just this little side note about something that happened with one of our clients today. So Mike um, and I do the majority of our coaching calls together because a lot of our clients choose to coach with both of us, which is so unique. I don't know of any other coaching company that um, does two-on-one coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, but some of our clients choose to coach with just one of us, which is Mm -hmm. totally okay. And occasionally we have clients that for one reason or another, one of us coaches, Mm -hmm. but today we were both on a coaching call, um, with one of our clients and then Mike had to hop off, which we'd already known that he wasn't going to be able to be able to the whole thing. But after you left, I almost, I got goosebumps because our client was so complimentary of you and also basically said that we, you, I'm taking credit for you because I'm your business partner, mm-hmm. but that you had really changed how she looks at networking and it took something that she wasn't certain of and made her excited and passionate about it. And now she's seeing the results of it working from what you've mm-hmm. taught her, which is just amazing. So Coach Mike, you might not have your golden whistle yet, <laughs> But someday Jeez. you're going to have it. Cause. If she wears a bus, I'm going to hit you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the aha moments. That's what those I love. Those are, yep. yeah. And you've always said that you love those aha I moments. Do. And yep. she had so many ahas today mm-hmm. that it was just, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. Because it mm-hmm. makes it, it makes what we do mm-hmm. really meaningful. And she comes from the corporate world, so there's phrases and Ivy League words. I'm like, no, 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 come down to my level. And we got down, to, we narrowed it down to customer retention. I'm like, right there, stop. And I said, okay, customer retention, write down what you do for that, what it means to you, and then lop off five words because you've already used five too many. Pick the five you want, but take them off. Yep. And that's short of a sentence. But when she said customer retention and uh, customer service, like right there. That's it. That's, That's it. all you need. Because she was using all these phrases in the corporate world that meant that. We'll just say that. You're in the small business world now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yep. you, you, made a, yep. you made a huge impact on her. And it was pretty cool that you left because I don't know that she would have shared that had you been on the call enough. with us. So it was, it was awesome. Thank you. Aren't you proud of your husband? I am always proud of my husband. <laughs> and he has grown as a coach, yes. like I leaps am. and yeah. bounds. And it's been really fun mm-hmm. to see not only the progress that our podcast, because our podcast has been growing, mm-hmm. but also to see how we have transformed over the last year um, in our business as well. Yeah, I didn't realize what I knew and what I could share. And a lot of that is pulling from different businesses, different different jobs, think people you know. And all of a sudden you start saying is like, huh, I kind of do know this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So and we we're wired so different that I and I tell people we are ages apart, 
We are miles apart where we grew up. Just you're a, a, a nerd for systems and processes. Um, boots on the ground, use small words for me because that's what people are going to understand. But I tell people we always, when working with a client, we always meet at the middle of the table because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's about them. It is. And so that's what I love about what we do. So yeah, I'm a fan. And I thank you for what I'm learning from you. I still won't refer to my strengths finder, but I know I have woo. You will at some point. I'll show it to you. I have woo. That's all I needed to know. It confirmed what I knew. I like to talk. 50 bucks they charged me to tell me I like to talk. Or 25. You You could have paid me. Shut up down there. I referred to your strengths finder a lot today in my coaching session. Yes, so. you did. Yeah. And she loved going mm-hmm. through her strengths finder. She did. So and it was good it for was, her to know. Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. And it was really helpful. And she has learned a lot about herself mm-hmm. and what she's looking for. We made a big difference on how she's approaching interviews yes. and finding the job she wants. I'm very pleased. And with one that. of the things that has opened up from this, because we love business coaching, but we've been doing a lot more. Um, career counseling and career coaching recently because mm-hmm. so many people are pivoting during COVID. Yep. And it's something that we wasn't in our original business plan to go after that market, but it has sort of found us yeah. because of what we do, which yep. has been a lot of fun to work with the um, people that are looking to make a career change or that just are unhappy and don't know where they want to go. And we've hired enough people and we've fired enough people that we kind of have an understanding (laughs) of what you need to get in that room to have that interview and what you need to look for and what you need to ask them. Don't walk in thinking, all right, I'm ready for your questions. No, no, no. You're going in with five of your own because you got to interview them, make sure you're a fit. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So Scott. Yeah. Honey. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What was your favorite episode? Well, it's funny you should say that uh, because it my... was one that Mike was in and I wasn't. No. Oh, I thought for that sure would have been that would have been great. No, yeah. my favorite episode was episode ninety four, talking about Strength Finder. You like that stuff I, too? I, well, it's funny because when Trent and I first started dating, the first time we had been we I think we'd gone on like two dates. She had me take the Strength Finder test. While we were dating. Oh, I, I believe did. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you did it. I did, of course. Of course. Oh, that's an easy yes. Yeah, I was like, well. so you want me to take a test today? I'll do whatever okay, you I'll want. Do yes, that's what we guys do when we like a girl early on. Lord. Love it. So I, um, I didn't know anything about it at the time, so I had taken it and, you know, was pretty intrigued and was ex- uh, kind of interested to, you know, see how it turned out. So it was really interesting when you guys actually used it for business purposes, not for personal mm-hmm. reasons. Um, and I, I found it very uh, beneficial for, you know, to hear about what your strengths were, both of you, and also um, other people. I think other people would really benefit from, from that mm-hmm. as well because it's something that you could very easily on your own go out, go to the website, you know, sign up, take the test, and get that information for you. It's something you can immediately uh, get yeah. something out And it does give you insight. And what Trinity was telling our client today was what she, what Trinity takes from that is, so now when you go into the interview, you ask them questions that set them up to ask you about your strength. Yep. Most people don't do that. And that's why Trinity is Trinity. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was, a, that was a good episode. I like mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. And, and I like you how, you, I like how you cross over. Mm-hmm. You know, you had some. We have things, things that, that are similar, similar yeah. but we also know where our weaknesses are and where mm-hmm. our gaps are. Mm-hmm. So as we grow as a company, mm-hmm. we know who we need to bring on. Yep. 
Um, and a lot of what I've done in the past with hiring and recruiting was making sure that the right people are in the right seats. And that is something that the strengths finder assessment really hones in on is how do you work with others and finding others that complement you. And at some points there's just people that you purely can't work with because you're mm -hmm. so far on opposite ends of the spectrum and there's no crossover. Mm -hmm. And that's when you just need to get out of those situations. So you had to make sure Scott was in the right seat. Right. I did. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that one, was he willing to do something that is important Easily. to me? And you it. did. And I also knew that communication is mm -hmm. important to me in whatever relationship that I'm in, whether it's my work husband or my husband husband, and how to talk to each other because I wanted to know how his brain worked. Yep. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that I really enjoyed about that is my brother started a, a new job a couple of years ago. And when he did, they required him to take that strengths finders test. Mm -hmm. And then they had to, everybody had to keep on their desk that list. So when people walked up to see them, they would know what their strengths were. So they would know how to approach them, how to ask certain questions and things yep. like that. And that was a company policy. So I thought it was the first time I'd ever heard it. I thought it was a great idea. Hey, number yeah. 24. <laughs> no. No. Um, well, I, I would not have guessed that that was your favorite episode, but very cool. I did guess that Anders would be your favorite episode. Yes. You did? Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I was surprised it was three, but if I had one to guess, it was I would have said It was Anders a tie. Won. It was a tie. But okay. I loved, loved talking with him. Mm -hmm. um, I admire him from a business perspective and what he's done with Barbell Shrug. Mm -hmm. And I also just really think that he's a really cool person. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of fun. And, and I wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Mike wasn't there. Yeah. Bonus. So yeah. who was your favorite guest? Well, I'm going to kind of, uh, I guess you would call this a little bit of nepotism. Um, my favorite guest is one of my favorite humans who I have known longer than I've known Trinity. That would be Nikki Crow. Nikki oh. Crow with the home inspector. Mm -hmm. um, w she and I worked together at Global Knowledge years That's ago. Right That's how did. I met her. And then she left to go do something. Oh, she went to go to work for... Um, Red Hat, I think is what it was. And she lasted, well, actually logged me in and then mm -hmm. left, logged yep. me in and uh, to start the business with her husband. Um, so it was pretty interesting. I don't know if I introduced you to Nikki, how that worked, but I know that you guys are close now and I love um, hearing um, a different side of Nikki than I know. Like I've known her personally for years, but to see that her put that business hat on and to kind of go through that, I really, really enjoyed. She is my story. networking wife. So when mm -hmm. we are on networking events, we acknowledge to the crowd, mm -hmm. husband and wife networking, <laughs> her uh, Sparkles has been having car issues the last couple of days. Sparkles, Sparkle works, at, he works at Dunkin' Donuts. So mm -hmm. at 4 a.m., Nikki's driving him up there. They got his car fixed. And she would text me. She goes, I almost drove in your neighborhood to see if I could catch you walking. Because she knows I walk and we live kind of down the road from each other. So, yeah. Yeah. That's Nikki. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and I did meet her through you. Yeah. I thought yeah, so. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Which I appreciate. I mean, you've introduced me to some really yeah. freaking cool people. I know a lot of really cool people. You do. Mm -hmm. But now you know way more cool people since we started being Touché. together. Yes, we do. <laughs> you have introduced me to way more cool people than I've introduced to you. But I'm not, it's not a competition. I'm just happy to have yeah, a, a bunch yeah, of amazing people. Because I'm keeping track. I know you are. I, I know knew that The second I said it that you were going to say <laughs> Even Becky knew that answer, Scott. <laughs> so, Becky, mm. what was your favorite episode <laughs> that you've listened to? 
It was probably this, the same episode. The same yeah, one. The one where you all discussed. She does like know, that stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I so, mean, I, I love that kind of stuff to find out, you know, well, how are you wired? Yeah. And, was and there Mike anything? And I, totally different. Oh, God. I want I want to totally see yours. Different. I don't. Yeah, I haven't done it. <laughs> you should. We'll make it, it happen. Would be, yeah. But, um, her birthday's yeah, coming are, up. You can get are, it for her birthday. Perfect. Yep. I'm it, on it's it. It's really good that we're wired the way we are because... Um, because somebody has to be the adult in the room. <laughs> Here's, we could we could come back with our results and we could talk about the results of our strength. Oh, we could. Yeah. That would yeah. be very interesting because, <laughs> you know, you married us and us, us crazy dreamers, us mm, yeah. crazy entrepreneurs. Get your head out of the clouds, yep. dumbass. Uh-huh. Get back down on the floor. <laughs> Best decision I ever made. Aw, was there anything in that episode that you didn't know about Mike that you learned? (laughs) We we've been married 34 years. There's not a lot I don't know about him. Um, I I mean, yeah, sure. He he does surprise me occasionally, but um, I it was so spot on what you talked about that. No, yeah, if yeah, he just wants to talk all day. He wakes up talking. He goes to bed talking. He. Every now and then, Cameron, our youngest son, will call us, and he's wound up, and he's talking. I'll hang up, and I'll look at Becky and go, now I know what you go through when I'm wired up. <laughs> and I just laugh. Yeah. And she's thinking the whole time, you have no idea. <laughs> All right. So we have some questions from our listeners, and instead of Mike and I answering these questions... Sweet. We're going to quiz our spouses. Oh, no. And I'm just so I curious just, to... Okay. I just said I knew a lot about him. Uh, We're going to find no, out. Our, I, I know nothing about my wife. I'm going to go ahead and say that ahead of time. Can, can, yeah, can I reverse that? So our first question, and this is a doozy, from Mr. Mike Allen, who actually also was on the show. Young he Mike, is yep. a young Mike. He is a listener, um, loves our podcast, and he wanted to know, who wears the pants in our work relationship? In hours? Yep. And you can't answer this. This is for Becky and Scott. Oh, Trinity does. Absolutely. For sure. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is no two There ways was about no that. hesitation for that. No. Mm-hmm. no. None. I would say Mike does. Mm. I the, think what you and I have learned is what stage is the project in. Yes. That's what I would say. Yeah. You guys work really well together. You handle certain aspects, and then you hand off to him, and he does the same thing and hands off to you. So you guys really work mm-hmm. really well together. But, yeah, I have trouble um, saying anything other than my wife is in charge and whatever she's doing. <laughs> Smart man. It is just because I talk louder. I can talk pretty loud. Yeah, you can. I think you might make it to a year of being married with that <laughs> attitude. You keep up the good work. <laughs> Two more weeks. That's right. It's close, isn't I it? Know. I can't believe it's been a year. I know. It's right I know. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely crazy. It's exciting. So my next question for both of you, you don't have to answer at the same time. We'll go one by one, is... What do you enjoy most about being married to a small business owner? (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, I wish this was being recorded. (laughs) Wait, am I first? Yep, you're first. She's looking at you. I can answer, but you... Um, He's home all day. Am I supposed to enjoy this? (laughs) I I do love the flexibility. Um, When, you know, when he owned businesses, you get 
tied to that business. Oh, that cleaning mm-hmm. business? We couldn't go anywhere. <clears throat> and it was difficult just to get time off yeah. to go do anything. And mm-hmm. um, the fact that we can, you know, travel or pick up and go somewhere, you know, we're leaving this weekend, as a matter of fact, and he can take it with him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and especially in this Zoom world we're in now, it really makes love, it nice. Love virtual so, now. Um, yeah, and he... he was not a fan when this started, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, it quickly run, won you over, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did. But, yeah, um, you kind but, of you kind of went at it kicking and screaming, and then oh, now time. you're the biggest fan. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm on six a day. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I mean, I know you still miss the in person because that there's a yeah. you know there's an element to that. Yeah. When you can be mm-hmm. with somebody um, and kind of feed off each other, but um, I think Zoom is the next best thing. But I'll walk by and do this. She'll go, go to somebody oh, else. Go, you know, yeah. go, go to um, meeting. I, I agree with everything yes. you said, other than that this is a Zoom world. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a go to meeting world. Yes. Thank you very much. Scott sells go to meeting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Zoom that's is our okay. biggest competitor. That's all right. No. That's, all right. that's okay. You didn't know. That's okay. The virtual I, you didn't world. Know. Yes. Spend a little bit of time with me. I'll talk to you about how my, our product is so much better. There Just you go. They have a very good advertising and they love good marketing and they let all the famous people have Zoom and that's why it is now a verb. Mm. <laughs> well, we're not here to talk about Zoom. We're here to talk about Mike and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Focus. That, it's funny that she said that because I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the fact that you could take your laptop and go work from anywhere. And then you've got people that can um, show houses for you and whatnot. So we could plan a trip and go off in the middle of the week or you go off. Camping. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So uh, to be able to do that is really, really interesting. Um, I've never had that in a relationship before. And before, obviously before COVID, I was working a, you know, a, 7.30 to 4.30, 8.30, 4.30 job, um, driving downtown every day. And it was nice um, to have the flexibility for us to be able to, for me to see her sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, we all know her. She works way more than the average bear does. Um, so it's nice that she can, you know, put down what she's doing and take time to do something else and then come back to it at any time and not to be tied down to regular office hours, I guess you would say. Yeah. And one of the more yeah. memorable parts of an episode we had was when Scott was on, just under, you two understanding, okay, what are the boundaries? I need rules. Mm-hmm. And it still, it sticks with me because Trinity would come home and she gets in her zone, which she admits, and they both know that. Mm-hmm. And he, Scott's like, what time do you want to eat dinner? She's like, not now. And so he finally said one day, basically, if I ask you a question, I need an answer. It can be whatever it is, but I need an answer. And that has stuck with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And we're going on 60, you're on like, what, episode 40 or something like that? Something like that. So we're going on 60, but that stuck with me that, but you understood where he was coming from. Yeah. And so now you give an answer. I, I yeah. try to. Yeah. Mostly, she yeah, is. but yeah. you're ahead of the game. But I, I love that how you work through a relationship mm-hmm. like that. And because when she comes in the house and she knows this, she's on the phone. Mm-hmm. She's still eighty miles an hour. Yeah, and to me, the one of the most important things in a relationship is good communication. Oh, yeah. And we've talked about that from day one. Mm-hmm. And that was something that we struggled with at the very beginning is to understand, for me to understand what she's going through, mm-hmm. what she has to do, what's going on in her brain. Unlike. Um, me, when she does something, she's focused singularly on that thing. For mm-hmm. me, I can say, oh, like I can multitask, I can do two things. Meaning, if I'm doing something and she asks me a question, I can immediately stop and answer that question. Right. She doesn't do that. So I had to actually, we had to have that conversation to be like, okay, I'm in a holding pattern until I hear something from you. Mm-hmm. So if you can just say something, then I can move on yep. doing what I'm doing. And w- after we had that conversation, now it works mm-hmm. so much better. 
And I would say that one of the other things that we had to work on too was him understanding, you know, the level of stress Mm -hmm. that comes with running a small business Mm -hmm. and that or two, the, yeah, or two. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) gosh, when we had our other podcast, it felt like a thousand. So glad that we, even though we, yeah, but we will go back. back. We're going to bring that back. But, um, you know, the buck stops here. Like we don't make money unless we're selling stuff. Mm -hmm. We, we are, when somebody complains, there's no one else to stick it to. It's us. There's no HR. There's no customer service department. It is all us. We are taking out the trash, sweeping everything Mm -hmm. up and doing it all. So, um, I really appreciate our spouses hanging in there Mm -hmm. with us because, um, I know that there are times when we're stressed out, and you guys bear the brunt of it. So sorry, but thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for Becky, I go to bed at eight twelve, so she's got the rest of the evening to herself. So. He has three year old hours. <laughs> Me yeah. and Oliver. Seriously, we wake up early, we go to bed. When early. I if I text Mike back at like nine thirty or ten, <sighs> and he responds, I'm like, what's what wrong? Something's yeah. wrong with Mike. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sitting there and I look down. I'm like, it is past your bedtime and it's 920. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's her loving way of saying, get out of my room. I'm watching my, my ID shows. No, I would never. Do you have any questions for our spouses? Uh, no, I'm good. You no? keep going with yours. Yeah. Well, okay. So um, the next question is um, for us, Mike, from another one of our listeners. And it is, what is the most satisfying client? Um, experience that you've ever had with just me and you? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I guess it could be over the course of your entire career. I would say oh, when I first easy, easy. <laughs> Actually, I said that question wrong. What's the most satisfying client evolution you have oh. experienced? Oh, same answer. Okay. We moved back here in two thousand nine. And I, I say move back. I grew up here, left in 1979, came back in 2009. And I took over the job of general manager at the AMF Bowling Center in Durham. When I first started, the, during the daytime, they had the senior leagues. Mm-hmm. You, 20 in a league, 40 in a league maybe, and just, you know, some of them are old. And some that was the old. one you bowled in? <laughs> Trey, <laughs> Can you mute a mic, please? <laughs> no, I thankfully did not bowl because I kept saying, you know, if, I, if my back was better, I could, so I could heckle everybody. I wouldn't bowl. Yeah. No way I'm bowling in front of them because I couldn't heckle them. <laughs> and my staff, the first couple weeks, were like, well, you don't want to go, you don't want to go talk to the senior bowlers. I'm like, well, why not? And they go, well, they're mean. Well, it took me a day to figure out why they were mean because nobody said good morning to them. They wouldn't walk in, go sit down, shoot the breeze with them. Oh, yeah. So it took me about a week and a half, maybe a couple weeks, to get to know the bowlers. And so when they walk in, man, I'm sitting down there with them in the morning just laughing. And the guys are telling lies. And the women are laughing about the guys telling lies. (laughs) But, yeah, I know why. It took me a little bit to figure out why they're mean. Just say good morning. So, yeah, that evolution was good. And then those leagues grew because, again, it's customer service. They, they they knew they were welcomed and wanted. Mm-hmm. And eventually we got the whole staff to hang out with them. And they're like, man, your staff's so good. I'm like, yeah. You know, I was thinking of a different example. But now that you bring that up, something similar happened to me when I, I worked at a golf and country club when mm-hmm. I was in college. You going to drop and some famous names? 
I've met so many famous people and I have more embarrassing stories about meeting famous people and having no freaking clue who they are. <laughs> she has not missed pop culture. Yes. No. no. Um, but on Tuesdays, no one ever wanted to work because it was ladies golf day and the ladies were notorious for being terrible tippers. It was very well known that you made, if you worked on a Tuesday, you weren't going to, you were going to be out on the course. And I worked in the halfway house, which is a little hut that serves sandwiches and beer and whatever. And, um, I was like, well, I'll take that shift. Like at least it's money. Mm -hmm. And I did the same thing. I started being really nice to them. I started talking to them. I started chatting them up. They found out that I was in college and that I was going to be going to Malaga. And they started a Trinity's Malaga trip fund because they were like, you have to get some Malaga pearls. I'm like, I don't know what frick Malaga pearls are. Did you just make that word up? No. What's Malaga? Malaga is an island in Spain. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, or sorry, it's not, Malaga is a city in Spain, but Mallorca pearls. Mallorca. Mallorca, yeah. My grandmother did yes. go to Mallorca. I've yeah, so Mallorca is known for its pearls. I wanted to go to Mallorca while I was there. So they created a, a trip fund for me. And I did not tell any of the other people working there because I was, it was my cash cow. I was making more money on Tuesdays than the rest of the days of the week. So I just kept that as my little secret. <laughs> and the staff to themselves <laughs> under their breath when you were there. Dummy. She's why, Dummy, she why, is she, why is she busting her ass for Man. all those ladies? Yeah. Oh, I loved the ladies. And because it's at the golf course, so I would see them, you know, and other at dinner and whatever. And so my whole tip, everything, all my tips went up because they would be on their husbands to make sure that they tipped me really well. And it became like a thing and it was great. When did you tell the staff um, once you got back from the trip or did you ever tell no. them? No. So they don't even know it to this day. No. Well, maybe She's if they're in her pocket in case to... she wants to go back and work yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah, I mean, if I ever yeah. want to go back and work, work Tuesdays. Yeah. If we, if we don't get another 10 coaching clients, yeah. I'm going to be back in Michigan <laughs> I'll be scuttling scutt the yeah. oldest, the oldest halfway house girl on the planet. <laughs> With stubby legs. With yeah. stubby legs. I'll be driving an Amazon truck here shortly. That's to why I had to wear such short shorts. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so Becky, mm -hmm. what is the thing that drives you most crazy about being married to a small business owner? Say it. <laughs> say it. Bring it. This we preached it. We're going through the same thing everybody else has said. So just say it. it. It would it would be nice to have a little more money coming in. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's, that's goal cash number one. Flow. Yeah, goal number right. one of every you know, business yeah. is cash flow. It's, and it's, you know, it's the first year, so... It's the first year. Yep. So and we've got our first yeah. year expenses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, but, but we're getting really yeah, close. Yeah. Oh no, no, we're it's, getting there. It's there. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. it's it's right there. I can taste it. I did a one to one with it. somebody today, and we had never met. We just met on a one of these virtual calls. You're welcome. And we set up a one-to-one, -one, and it's like three weeks ago. So this today, and so we're talking, and I was, as you and I do, we're good networkers. So what can I be on the lookout for you for? She was talking about something she wanted to do, and she goes, well, let me get your opinion on this real quick. And so I gave her like, <laughs> I, you know, we're told give away the best, sell the rest, right? So I gave her like 11 minutes of gold on what to do. Got a return email. 
I like your stuff. Let's talk some more about that. Nice. So that's what I enjoy. But yeah, so yeah, money's tight starting a business, folks. Everybody knows yeah. it, but it's for, yeah. unless you're, you know, funded or you got, you know, or you're a trust fund kid. If it's you're a out bitch. there and you're interested in being an angel investor, mm-hmm. we are now interviewing Apple. If you'd like to make Becky and Scott very happier. <laughs> All right, Mike, this one's for you. Bring it on. This is a question from our loyal listeners. I will not sit on Mike, a fence. Boxers or briefs? Oh, briefs. <laughs> yeah. In different color briefs. Okay. Yeah. And and Scott, this one's for you. Same question? Nope. Okay. <laughs> this is this is this out. is something that oh, okay. Boxers <laughs> or briefs? Um actually boxer briefs or commando. Yes. Uh, yeah, you do like to go commando. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, both of us are just me and Al. Mike uses that when the laundry's not done. Yeah. <laughs> And the great debate question <laughs> that our listeners are dying to know our opinion on Marianne. is... Oh, what? wrong question. I Marianne. agree. No, Marianne. Marianne. <laughs> Marianne. Yeah. Is... Me too. Is a taco a sandwich? No. 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 No? No. No, no it's not no? a sandwich. Not even close. No. Not even in the family. It's a carb with meat and cheese inside of it. Nope. Make it a sandwich. Nope. So it's, 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 a ta- it's a taco. <laughs> Mac and cheese with meat is not a sandwich. It's not you, inside each other. If you took a piece of bread and you folded it in a U shape like a taco and put yeah. food in it, I would think that's still a taco. Okay. Unless you yeah. fold so, it over, unless you cut it in half and we put need, what if, We need what better if I... listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. I could totally debate it that a taco is a sandwich, mm. and I could. No, not no? here. Okay, oh. is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Yes. No, no. it is not. No. It is not. It's a hot dog. It's, it's a not kind a of sandwich. sandwich. No, it's not. No, yeah, not even is. in the it's, sandwich family. Right, so uh, you've heard, I think McDonald's started it. So hamburger does a sandwich, sandwich is what it was. Ham- they don't say hot dog sandwich. Do, no. So does a sandwich have to have deli meat on it? No, but it has to have two pieces so of bread, one on the top and one on the bottom. Yes. A hamburger, a is, hamburger a is a sandwich. Yes, it is. But a hot dog is bread with stuff in there. Yeah, Love yeah. So dog. is a hot dog, and so is a taco. No, no. no. Oh. You don't. We wait, disagree. Do you take a taco shell, the innards, and then a taco shell on top? Is that how you eat your tacos? Yeah. Because no, then it would be a sandwich. Yes, I do. Because I always, That's especially a if, That's it's, not if, a it's a, if it's a hard taco, especially because I always break those mfs. And have to stick them together no. like a little sandwich. Eat it like Mike. He doesn't eat tacos. He just makes a salad and then he mm-hmm. puts the, the sticks it all together. Yeah, I yeah. crumble and, up and the chips. Up yeah, the chip. and just make a big old salad and <laughs> yeah, taco salad. You're so wrong. Next, still not a sandwich. Uh, next no, no. question. Next question. I'm sorry. I'm from Texas. Tacos are not a sandwich. Yeah. And chili right. is not made with beans, people. No, for the last time. Yes, it is. No, no it isn't. Oh. So what is it called? What is it called if you make chili well, with chili beans? Chili without beans. No, but you add the beans later. You don't cook the beans in the chili. Actual oh. chili is cooked just as chili meat. Yeah, it's All just right. meat and sauce. Just okay. Yeah. So this is a question that was originally slated for us, but I'm curious what our significant others think Me of this too. question. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if Mike and I had an unlimited budget, <laughs> what kind of marketing would you have us do that we're not currently doing? Faces on the side. I of the was going to say the same thing. 
bus faces for sure. Bus faces. Bus faces and coaches' pants. <laughs> yeah. God, that's so wrong. I love levels. it. I love it. Mike, if we had an unlimited budget, what kind of marketing would you have us do? Oh, I'd ramp up social media and I would ramp up appearances if we had to pay to speak to people just to get out in front of people and develop relationships yeah. that Once way. we're in front yeah. of people, we're good. We're good, yeah. 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 Unlimited so budget, good. I would say clone. Clone yourselves. Yeah, my or my. I don't know if the world Scott, wants a second oh me, Scott. Scott, I don't Scott, think well, lot, Scott would like us to hi, to hire an assistant. I have been no. lobbying for that for oh, quite yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah, I don't want a second mic, but no. I'll go for the. Yeah, assistant. the assistant would yeah. be really but good. Yeah. yeah, that is every time that I'm stressed out or something's <laughs> happening. Scott's like, so you know, if you had a personal assistant, <laughs> this wouldn't be happening, and. That's not really what your voice sounds like. And no, but not even close. Yeah. And Becky wants me to have an assistant so she can tell the assistant to tell me to do something. She doesn't have to talk to me. <laughs> I know her well. Would you tell your boss? Yeah. <laughs> tell that asshole to shut up. <laughs> All right. So one of the other questions. So Kayla, who we is like another her. who is another listener of ours. Thank you, Kayla. Um, thank you, Kayla. We appreciate you. She wants to know... What mistakes are hardest to fix after a business owner makes them? I thought that was a great question. That is, from somebody so young. Probably something you didn't... Are you going to write down my answer? Okay. Probably something that you... Oh, yeah. Financial mistakes? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah. Spend money that you can't get back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my new favorite book, which is Profit First, Yep. and say that the main mistake that's hard to get over is if you're not paying yourself first and you're over investing in the business and not putting yeah. aside the money that you should be. Um, because it's really difficult to stop a cash bleed once you start it. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's what, and also hiring the wrong person is incredibly expensive. And we've talked about this on podcast before. You have to fire fast. Very fast. And be done with it. Yeah. Because if you believe, oh, well, we're going to work with them. We think they they really want to do it. And then three months later, you're still. It yeah. kills your culture. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're not getting the results that you should for the money that you're spending. There's no return on investment. And ultimately, that person is going to leave a way bigger crater than if you just, you know, Necked them out of there to begin with. If you have to pay them a month to leave today, pay them a pay month. Pay them a month. Get them out. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Mike, what is your favorite industry or business type to work with? Uh, the brand new ones. People who are just starting. I love that because my brother and I started a commercial cleaning company and a pest control company and just love the beginnings of it. And that's if I, if I had a wheelhouse... It would be, uh, and I would say probably two and a half, three years and younger, mm-hmm. but love that starting out, the energy everybody has. That, well, I can do this. Okay, but let's, you know, let's strategically think through that, which I've, I've learned a lot from you on that. But love, uh, love that time frame of a business. I like working with businesses or people who are learners. Mm-hmm. Um, that are not know-it-alls and are really open to 
exploring what they could be better at or admitting that they have a process or system in place that isn't working. Um, and I think that's super hard for a lot of people to do. Um, so those people are rare, but I love working with them because they can make, I mean, we look at our coaching clients and the ones that are just growing by leaps and bounds mm -hmm. are the ones that put their ego aside and said, Hey, guess what? I need help. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to admit that there's somebody else out there that is going to be able to either pull it out of me because I'm not doing it on my own yet or teach me what I need to know to be able to do it. And I think we've done a pretty good job of telling people up front, we are honest. It may hurt. And we ask a lot of questions because we have to get to the why. Mm -hmm. Why are you not doing that? Why do you not yep. want to do that? Well, one thing that you all do is you you challenge them, but you give them homework. Mm -hmm. They have something that they have <laughs> do. to do. And you all also have your homework. Mm -hmm. So you have something you have to do that moves you forward. Exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of coaches are, you know, rah, rah, yeah, I'm in your corner, but they're not, they're not demanding something of their we, clients. And you do that. Mm -hmm. And we've heard that from previous clients. Well, the coaches I used to work with before, they, you know, we, Talk it about rah-rah stuff and yeah. he did in the meeting. I'm like, well, I didn't learn anything. It and, was a mush session yeah, and yeah. then nothing ever actually we're, yeah. came from it. We're not yeah. always great. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we stink at something. Yeah. That'd be like having a therapist that wants to be your friend. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've experienced yeah. that. And that, my dear, is because of the woo that we're strong that in. I bet. Funny. Yeah. I don't know if Becky knows that story, if you can mm. sum that up. Um, so basically I've tried to have a series of therapists in my life and within a matter of a couple of sessions, they flip from wanting to be a doctor that's actually helping me to trying to impress me and be my friend. More than Perfect. <laughs> and it's like, no, I don't need a friend. I've got plenty of those. <laughs> I'm not paying you I'm, for that. I'm, yeah. So um, if there's a therapist out there that thinks that they can accept the challenge, <laughs> contact us, info at wiretochange.com. I know you're not going to follow them on Facebook. No, <laughs> no. Um, and then the very last question that came from one of our listeners, and I, for some reason, didn't write down who it was. So somebody out there can take credit Could it come for this from one? Other, other Scott because we have Scott and other Scott and we you two we believe are the only people other than us and Drago to have listened to every episode I have yeah you have and so is he so I listened to your most recent one this morning yeah and yep. other Scott admits he's about two shows three shows behind but he listens to a lot of podcasts I get so. it I'm a bad wife thank you <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> If you can put up with Mike on a daily basis, you're a great wife. <laughs> Thank you, Trinity. Yes. Smoking hot. Too. Yeah. I, Becky came in here and I was like, damn, Becky, your hair looks so good. It does, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. Just looking sexy. I am sleeping Rare. with the hottest grandma on the planet. <laughs> Aww, Lucky me. Oh, that is yeah. so sweet. I hope you get to say that about me someday. Me too, baby. Yep. Um, As a, the advice I give young people is practice, practice, <laughs> practice. We can do that. If I leave you with nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> this actually might have also been from Mike Allen, but uh, I don't want to give him credit for it no, because I, I didn't write it down I and I'm not sure. And, you know, he's kind of an overachiever, so yeah. just he knock, him down, he is, knock yeah. him down a peg. Um, 
the next question is, what are your greatest hits of things that you find most of your clients need to change on day one? Probably rethinking the steps, what order those are in. And you know what? Let me take that back. Undoing the beliefs about themselves. Mm Because once we get a month in or two months in, it's like, damn, look at all the stuff I'm doing. So probably just kind of undoing things. Because we all think, I'm not really good at that. Or I didn't know I did that. And then somebody points it out to you. So probably just kind of rewiring them to know that, no, you're kind of pretty good at this. Or you're not and you need to get out of business. We haven't had that yet. <laughs> not yet with Wired to Change, but I have had that happen yeah. with past oh, yeah. coaching clients. You're going to, yeah. Yeah. You're you have people that you just find out that they're just not cut out to be in business. Yeah. Um, I would say um, their relationship with money. So either that they are overspending or they are afraid of making money. So mm-hmm. I see that a lot with sales professionals and business people that they're scared. They don't feel worthy of the amount of money that they're charging. Um, we have a client, one in particular that I can think of that, you know, when we were talking through what she was going to price herself at, she was way undervaluing herself. Yes. And it took a lot of sessions to get her to the point where she finally charged a client what she was worth. And she emailed us and was like, they said yes. And I was like, exactly, because you've been undercharging for the entire time you've been in business. And then the fine print of that is, as you move down the road and get more confidence to do that is, they, it's kind of like selling a house. They didn't even flinch. We should have charged yep. more. <laughs> <laughs> and she could have gotten 30 to 35 bucks more an hour for what mm-hmm. she's doing. Yes. And well. they probably would have taken that too. Yep. 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 So I would say that that's my, yep. my greatest hits. Um, that and um, not having a contingency plan. Um, and what I mean by that is... Um, not a contingency plan to get out of business, but a contingency plan that if something isn't working, to go back and review it and yep. figure out why. Mm-hmm. But and again, to be willing to, to pivot why. and to change, yes. Yep. So you're right, getting to the why, mm-hmm. super important. Yep. Though I think that was all of our listener questions. Okay, at least Kayla's question was good. <laughs> yeah, good job, Kayla. I don't know who, who asked about the taco sandwich, but Mike. it is now a taco sandwich. It is not a taco it sandwich. It is not a taco sandwich. You may stand on your island of one alone. Yes. Mexican well. sandwich is called a torta. <laughs> which is bread. You know what yeah. that look on her face is? Damn it, I just learned something and he sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> I am right. I hate when he sounds right. I don't know if he is, but he sounds right with us. <laughs> So, spouses, Mm. we really appreciate you guys hanging in there with us as we do our thing, and we're gone every Thursday to record our podcast. We're so excited that you guys are here to celebrate episode Mm. 100. My question to you now that my loyal listener and my loyal listenerette, what is the theme or topic that you would like to hear on a future episode? I think it would be interesting to have some sort of round table discussion, right? What about a square table discussion? 
well, this table's rectangle, so you yeah. have to move into a different room. But yeah, um, what I think it would be interesting to have a bunch of different people's point of view as mm -hmm. opposed to having one or, or, or two particular guests and, and talk about them. I would uh, be interested in you guys dropping a topic and then letting people kind of bat it around. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be that would be interesting. Like I'd have to I have to think about how that would work um, on a podcast because it becomes hard to know whose voice yep. is whose. Mm. But yeah. that could be one that we do visually, mm -hmm. and we could do yeah. it and post on YouTube for mm -hmm. people to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or okay. they can just hold up a sign yeah. with their name yeah. on radio. Now, right? I'd also like to see, um, I, I think it would be interesting with the questions. This is, it brought it up when you came with all the questions today. Would be able to get the actual, um, the people asking the question to ask the question, record themselves asking the question. You guys can post Ooh, it. like on NPR? Yeah. Yeah. So then you're answering the question based on that person asking the question instead of you re reading it off. I think that would be I cool think too. you just gave Mike more work to do for editing. You're welcome. And I don't mind doing that if Drago can show me how we set it up on our website for people to leave a question. But, hey, we, have, we need to have our Wired to Change, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell segment. Yes, yeah. we do. Love that on yeah. NPR. Yes, we do. What about you, Becky? Oh, gosh. I don't know. How do you combine the martini one with this? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, well, this that's is going to be a great podcast. Sitting here with a bottle of champagne is definitely a start, but I, you know anything that has to do with drinking. Well, we talk yeah. first couple of dates. I'd go there in a heartbeat <laughs> for a half hour. Because uh, yeah. we saw the first one so different. What's so that? different. Oh wait, what was the question that I was supposed to ask we? Becky about uh -oh. you? Oh, uh, that when she back in the day before we're married. We all have a list of things our future spouse has to have. Yeah. Ask her what number one What was, was your number one? He has to be able to dance. <sighs> oh, I'm out. Mike, Mike can't keep a beat. He no. can't find the beat. I can't find he it, could, yeah. He couldn't. If he found the beat, he couldn't carry it in the bucket. <laughs> it just mm -hmm. isn't there. I Bless feel you, Mike. Heart. These and, hips don't lie. But no, I, yeah, when I was, it have to dance because that was what, what I did. That's we yeah. the game. Anytime you want to go out and go dancing, you've got my number, Thank and I would you. love to go dancing with you. Thank the you. gang we ran with in Austin, Texas, where we met, our friend Brad would that Brad had to be there if we were going out because she needed somebody to dance he with. Was Brad danced all night he long. was my dance. He was my dance, and he was good so. too. Yeah. I'm happy to go dancing. I'm just going to be standing at the bar drinking, watching you guys dance. That's what 90, he Ninety percent of the time. That's what he's until yeah. he works up the courage, comes out on the dance floor, and just cuts a rug. Well, yeah. Once you've had enough drinks, then I, I don't care anymore. I can go out there and make Not a complete there, fool yeah. of myself. I don't think there's enough alcohol for mine. <laughs> The only thing I told Becky, well, two things I tell her about dancing. One is I love watching her dance. Love her, <laughs> love watching her hips move oh. when she dances. And second of all, I slow dance with my hands. Just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And on that note, it has been a ton of fun having both of you as guests again. Yes. We have Becky and Scott here with us, our spouses, the ones that put up with us on our best days and our worst days. And we're going to cheers. raise a glass yep. and cheers to the supportive cheers. people yep. that thank help you, make you. this podcast possible. Drago, we are thinking about you in there on the soundboard, mixing this up for us. And we appreciate you and everything you do for us here at Purple Comma. And if you want to find us, if you want to send us a question, you can email us yes. info at wiredtochange.com. That's with the number two. 
You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Mike occasionally might even put out a tweet. I do sometimes. And if you'll go to our website, wiredtochange.com, check out our mastermind group that starts September 24th. There are seats that were purchased today, we mm -hmm. found out. So there's yep. only a few left. So go on there and uh, uh, reserve your seat. We're focusing on sales and marketing for six weeks. It will be yep. a good thing. And it's going to be fun. We're going to learn a lot and we're going to teach a lot. Yes, we are. And of course, if you hear of anybody that needs coaching, <laughs> Mike will put on the shorts at some point and pull out the whistle. And eventually my face will be yeah. on the side of a real bus. Okay, yes. deal. I got it. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of fun today and we appreciate you all. Love you all. And we hope to see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.